0: Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Hi everybody, I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast. We are joined by all-time, you know, participator... Fan favorite, family member of mine, Kenny.
1: He's pumping me up. <laughs> not enough intros. And I actually don't really know if warranted, but it's weird to be back. I'm back.
0: He's back. But let's clarify, you're not back because you're broken up. You're back because we asked you to be here.
1: <laughs> I mean, call it what you want to. Yeah, I'm not going on a date, but yeah, back on the pot. Here we go.
0: I feel like we've
2: had you on every year around the holidays. I think you're like, this is your third annual, like, appearance, holiday appearance on Five One First Dates. I'm thrilled
1: with the holiday track record. I thought maybe this was my second, but to have three, I'll take it for sure. I
0: think this is the three P Kenny. Did we make Kenny come on before he was dating for us? Yeah. I think he came on,
2: like, I think he recorded in person in your apartment in Brooklyn early on in us recording. Do you remember that? Yeah, that
1: was scary.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you were definitely scared. And we were like, it's fine. We don't know what we're doing. I will have to find out what episode that
0: was. Whoa, I've totally forgot about that. Liza.
2: It was early. It was like nine or 10. It was really early. I remember because I went back through our early episodes the other day because I was trying to find the name of a guest that we had early on. Um, so, I was, this is, it was top of mind.
0: So, if anyone is new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for being here. If you're old to the podcast, welcome back. Thank you for being here, especially on this Christmas Eve. We're not recording on Christmas Eve because we're not monsters. But if you celebrate, you know, enjoy the day tomorrow. But if you're just joining us, um, this podcast is a podcast where people go on 51 dates, sometimes less. Uh, and Kenny, my lovely brother, after I found my current boyfriend via this podcast. That's so sterile. But Kenny was kind enough to, you know, join us as the new dater and then until he met his girlfriend through through ish this podcast. Right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was uh it was an interesting little adventure. I was like haphazardly dating in the city anyway, come and go, and it just forced me to go on more dates, so why not? help the cause and chat about it i think it's healthy it's good so it ended up working out for me yeah. challenge yeah. yourself to do the same
0: oh <laughs> i like this
2: <laughs> honestly i feel like we're we're we have a really good success rate on this podcast <laughs> if you define success as finding a relationship which by the way not everyone does including me dating can be its own thing Dating can be just for the fun of dating. Dating can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. However, I think lots of people are looking for like a person to have a relation with. And if that's the thing, then we have nailed it for you guys, for Katie, who only went on like a handful of like five dates or something for this podcast, but and like talked about two or three of them, but she's still
0: with her boo. She met on day number five. I mean, it's a thing, but okay, so I want to get into this email because we know a lot of you have been doing your own dates and it doesn't always pan out. And maybe, you know, I I don't want to toot our own horns and our, you know, I don't want to become like a a guru of sorts. I
2: mean, I just tooted our horns harder than anyone ever could have, where I was like, we have a hundred percent success rate. (laughs) So
1: Horns tooted. Yeah, for sure.
2: I'm like a fucking snake oil salesman.
0: No, I mean, there's some snake oil here because I was single for my entire life, really. And then this podcast made me actually find someone, you know, worth dating seriously. But... I okay. so just for a quick rundown on our episode, episode, we are going to debunk some rules from the 1990s book, The Rules, with Kenny. Kenny doesn't necessarily know what the rules are yet, so we're just going to spring that on him and then go through some of those rules and debunk the shit out of them. Is is that
1: weird? Should I know what these are? Do people know what these are?
0: No. Okay. Okay. I think that people, uh,
2: Kimmy and my age... Like, just remember what they are. I think it was a book that was a big thing in the 90s. So, like, like I was born in 1988. So it was like, I, I wasn't dating, obviously, in the 90s. But I feel like the effects were still being felt when I was in, like, high school of the rules, quote unquote, this book. But I think that you maybe, it, it, we were right on the the lower edge of people who kind of, like, knew about it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't that worry sense. that you don't know about it, to be honest.
2: Yeah. It's just a bunch of fucked up rules that we're going to read and then debunk.
0: They sound like they're from the 50s too. We should have read them to you and then asked what you know decade did you think these rules <laughs> <laughs> were from because they're it's wild. like one
1: of the weird books you find on your strange aunt's bookshelf and you're like, yes. I'm not really sure I should open that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is that one.
1: <laughs> All right. Noted. Gotcha.
0: But before we do the rules, I'm going to read a listener email uh, that highlights a couple little notes we've gotten about, you know – where we're at, where Kenny's at after this snake oil podcast has worked, where I'm at, and where Liza's at. Because while Liza met her bow pre-podcast pretend method we created, um, it's the holidays and not, <laughs> we're not trying to just talk about ourselves. It seems like some of you are curious, like, how the fuck is this going now that you've done this? So I will read this email and maybe we can all give a little update if that's not too annoying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you weren't tired of us yet you will be after this podcast so you will. stay tuned <laughs> oh will you
2: ever no this is our, our this episode with kenny is our christmas gift to those of you who are celebrating christmas this week yes
0: no
1: matter Merry what christmas you're celebrating, kenny's
2: back
0: we have a gift yes you I think christmas for and hanukkah
2: overlap a little bit this year hanukkah anything the winter solstice kenny's here, here for it he's here we're, ha- we're, we're
1: saying happy holidays holidays these days right
0: that's Yeah. So yeah.
2: Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Happy winter
0: solstice. Ha- that's that's winter the, right sol- it's the winter solstice for everyone, guys. Happy winter solstice. Solstice. <laughs> I can't even say it. Okay. So I am kind of diving in mid email, but I guess I'd be really curious to hear a brief update on how things are going with date number 13 at least as much as you feel comfortable sharing, of course. I've been following along with the podcast and have embarked on a dating experiment of my own. I'm up to date 29 and soon to be 30 after starting in the beginning of 2019. Hearing updates from successful daters who found each other during the course of this quote-unquote experiment would be really motivating. There are so many times where I want to give up completely, although I do take breaks or times when I think, okay, well, this might work for other people, but this just won't work for me. Not sure if that's true, but those thoughts are probably not helpful. Anyway... Updates on successful daters would for sure be motivating for anyone who's struggling or maybe even those who have hit the 51 dates and still haven't found what they're looking for. Also, obviously, only if he's willing to share. It would be so fun to hear an update from Kenny on how things are going with his lady. Two exclamation points.
1: Two exclamation points? Two.
0: And wasn't there another dater, Katie, that was almost featured, but then she met her boyfriend on date number one. Oh, no, that's not Katie. Sorry. That was... Genevieve we called her it was a fake name I think her fake name was Genevieve <laughs> yes. and she met yeah she she never even came on the
2: podcast because she met her boyfriend the <laughs> the date the first date she went on to talk about on this podcast I do think unfortunately it didn't work out between them so there we go it's not 100% success rate because she yes. reached out and emailed us and we chatted with her a little bit um
0: and that didn't work out but that's fine I'm I'm sure she learned some stuff about herself. It is because we actually read that email. I think on a recent episode because she met someone yeah. new, right? I don't know. Well, I think so. That's, yeah, it's you know it's that magical time of year. We're just going to assume that. Not again. My not memory that you doesn't need someone work. To, you know, but yes. also Katie, but
2: Katie, my cousin who has been on the pod a couple times talking about dates and has gone on some really strange dates. Uh, is so happy with her boyfriend i had a a large holiday dinner with them and some other friends last night and they are adorable and like super super in love and cute and it's very nice they've went to it's been almost a year so i'm claiming that one is a success check it <laughs> in the in the w
0: column <laughs> boom
1: totally yeah you take credit for that
2: Oh yes, I mean forever. Oh. Yeah,
0: Liza. I also want an update on your relationship. I'm being facetious, but I'm also serious. I mean, you know, you didn't do the 51 dates, but I mentioned. I, I, I like to know. You know.
2: Sure. Um, <laughs> who's who's going first? <laughs> Fuck, I don't want to. No, I can go first. I'll go first because mine's gonna be boring. Um, my relationship's great. <laughs> it's good. It's the same. <laughs> it's very happy, and I've had um, I've had about a month of uh i had about two weeks of super super extreme anxiety due to some job stuff you heard me a couple episodes ago with olivia being really harried one night because i was like freaking out about a job that i felt like was potentially a big opportunity for me and i was worried i would you know not do not do well at it yada yada yada. and guess
0: what liza got that job
2: yeah yeah and it's i'm very excited uh but yeah, uh, him supporting me through that anxiety was just another moment where I was like, "I'm very lucky to have someone who can steer me out of these spirals." And it was a uh, just a lovely moment when I was a complete disaster, and he had to put me down to bed at night like a tiny baby <laughs> every night for like well over a week. He had to be like, "Shh, shh, shh. okay, okay." Um, so yes uh things are lovely and i'm i'm a very lucky person that's my update was it too cheesy no no pressure
1: on any of us to say something really nice and lovely about no no no. oh and then also last
2: (laughs) um last night we both fell asleep and we were both farting a lot because we ate such a huge huge holiday dinner and it was disgusting and it was one of those moments where i was like we're too Comfortable with each other, and this might be wrong. <laughs> like it, we might have gone too far in terms of just like neither of us making any effort to conceal this. It was disgusting, and I was getting mad at him for farting out loud, and he was like, "You're farting too. We're both farting." <laughs> so there's there you go. I gave you I gave you a, a rose and a thorn, a rose <laughs> of and of a my, thorn <laughs> of my relationship, <laughs> also from the month of December.
0: I might argue that that thorn is is a rose in another sense because I feel like. <laughs> Maybe something I've learned in the past two years is like maybe the best relationships you can actually be comfortable. Talking about farting is one step I feel like I've gotten to, but just farting, farting freely, which I have not gotten there yet, but like it's happened accidentally and it was a tough time for me, but it's fine. You know, I just think if I can offer any
2: relationship advice on this relation on this dating podcast, it's that it's a Pandora's box and I wish I had kept it closed. (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. I'll that's, keep holding you know,
2: them in. <laughs> <laughs> right. This would have been better that way. It's not. It's not going back now. We're not going back to before.
1: Because <laughs> I think that's like the ultimate hurdle. What is like the? What alternative is there to breaking through farting? Is it like <laughs> going to the bathroom with the door open? Like no one actually does that. Like no what one is like. What is it? I yeah. Think that's it.
2: That's it. And really not trying to conceal it
1: So, like unfortunately even... you've like peaked like yeah. your relationship is peaked where is it gonna go
2: truly and and there's <laughs> no like yeah like I said we can't take that back now because it's too convenient you know so mm. um so keep it uh keep it in the box <laughs>
0: forever yeah I guess and shut the <laughs> bathroom door I found myself str- struggling with that when I would go pee this summer living with Tony Mm. because I was like I just would leave it open if this is my bedroom but then it was like I know you you should close that you got to close it you got to take that extra step not to be lazy because not because of old-fashioned rules just because I don't know the goal is to feel super comfortable around each other but also you're right lies that that magic I'm not thinking about that long-term magic yet
2: it does demystify everything you know Mm -hmm. nothing's magical anymore (laughs) no it's just magical in a different way (laughs) but that's my update
0: my rosé and thorn okay i could try to do a rosé and thorn just like because kenny's the main event you know we we know you're really here to hear about how his life is going no just kidding uh things with date 13 are great we met like very early january 2018 so it's like two years almost that we've known each other which is interesting i feel very lucky i just traveled to his family Uh, they do an early Christmas with his dad and his stepmom and then we went on our own little trip to Asheville North Carolina super cute I just felt very lucky to be around someone interestingly not let's take the peeing and farting out of it but just like I could be entirely myself around and not be on all the time I don't know it just continues to amaze me how much of me he's willing to put up with and I think you know I am almost too much myself sometimes like I have you know you know just like <laughs> just lots of opinions um but I feel very grateful that I, there's someone in my life who I can be that way around because that's not how it's ever felt before um
1: we had like a little come together of relationships, weirdly enough, like Kimmy and my significant others decided to enter the hurricane that is the Foskett family, Thanksgiving.
0: They did. This is a great, you know, rosé for us, thorn for them. Um, <laughs> Kenny, talk more <laughs> about that. Because we all came to Thanksgiving together. And they were like, yeah, wow, no. the Foskets are bringing people. To- <laughs> we're all Fosketts. But Kenny and Kimmy with people? Wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it was, looked like, it was, like, kind of a totally unexpected, which I don't know whether I take that as a compliment or, like, <laughs> a little bit of shade thrown by the sure. old foskets, but, like, fortunately enough, we have a nice little small gathering. Our cousins have significant others that they've brought previously, so it was, like, all right, we're not, like, the only people bringing someone else to the party, which was great. I think that definitely helped, like, ease a little bit of the tension, especially since it's, like, I think the demo was more young people than old
0: people. Yeah,
1: three parents and then eight younger people. Yeah, so like You're it was right. like pretty easy to wow. Like get it in was and like Gen Z, like, <laughs> <laughs> super like out of place. But yeah, I applaud both yours and mine for having the courage to really kind of willy nilly throw themselves into that.
2: Yeah, how we, did you I guys feel? Were you nervous going into it?
1: I thought. My, I thought my significant other was going to crush. She's just super good at connecting with, like, people, especially people that, like, she doesn't know very well. Much better than me in that facet. Like, leaps and bounds better with this, like, holding conversations and, like, learning about people and asking, like, really curious questions, like, learn about things. But I didn't really have any reservations. I didn't think anything was going to go wrong. I don't know, Kimmy, if you felt differently.
0: No, I think that sometimes... I am more worried that, like, he will be not overwhelmed, but like, what the fuck is this? But then I've spent time with his family and have gotten into, like, heated debates because he has a brother who likes to have opinions and talk and discuss things in a way that's very similar to the Foskets. Like, take a (laughs) stance, talk about it, even though we're all pretty much in agreement. So I've, like, seen his family do that and been involved in it, quite frankly, um, for better or for worse. Like, just, like, you know, talking about real shit, not in a scary Thanksgiving way, and the more, like, we all want to talk and have opinions, but I think – yeah I think he held his own and he was also very prepared to like have opinions about things because I was like hey this is this is a Thanksgiving where we like to get into shit. Um, I
1: think it's like one of the unique things about your relationships that I think <laughs> at least that I observed is like sometimes you guys do bicker a little bit and it's not in like something that lasts but it's like you have opinions and like Tony and I think you mesh pretty well because then like they- will kind of bite back and be like, no, I think this way or I think this way. I said a name. I don't know if I was supposed to say that name. So,
0: I know you can. We've said it, but I like no. also saying date 13. No, no, That's fine. no, uh, we do. I have noticed that. I feel like this is like a new level of being with someone for me that I'm just like, and I probably need to watch myself sometimes because I love throwing opinions. Like, uh, yeah, there's no problem. I love bickering and then just being like, okay, next thing. I I I can't hold my opinions inside myself if he's doing something that's pissing me
1: off. (laughs) No, but it makes him well-suited to, like, get thrown into the the Foskett family Thanksgiving dinner table that usually has an opinion blunder.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's great. I mean, I feel like that's such a big first step, and not first step, it's not, like, a first step for either of you guys. Obviously, they had both met your dad, et cetera, et cetera, but, um, but I feel like it's... Yeah. I, the meeting of families, I always get really nervous <laughs> because I feel like not even for not even nervous. The person I'm bringing won't do well, but that I have a huge, raucous, boisterous family. And I'm like, oh, my God, they are going to run for the door <laughs> like they're <laughs> going to think I'm such a nut. I have like some really like there are some real big personalities in my family (laughs) i love them all so much and it's you know that's where i feel comfortable but yeah i think it's always you know like a a big moment to mix people and be like oh well i just hope everybody's cool so it's great that it went well and And
1: like like, go ahead
2: no go ahead you guys just said that in some that was some sibling ass shit perfect unison exact same cadence i love
0: it basically same face like okay
1: you yeah. yeah, get, get it we're siblings cool uh, <laughs> no i was just like if you have a good supportive family like what are they gonna do be like oh your girlfriend sucks kick her out of the house like next thing you know she's on the street and you're like oh i have to leave too like no that never happens and like i think that we were fortunate enough to like know what we were getting into and like it's very close family for us so like I was never nervous, like, oh, these people aren't going to like her, or, oh, these people are going to, like, say something that might upset her. It was more like, I don't know. You live in New York City, you meet a ton of people, people say all different kinds of things. It was, like, just another kind of day in the life, but it's just people you're closer with.
2: Well, that's lucky for
0: yeah, you. Yeah, that feels like really. I had <laughs> Did more I just flex
1: accident? Did I just like do so, a family flex? On- no, that's great. No, no, no.
2: my My family is truly so. Like, uh, genuinely, I'm. I feel so lucky to have the family I do. Like, my my aunts and uncles and and cousins are all like I'm very close in the group with them. But every my family just is like, put, potentially goes a step too far. Like, I'll tell this story very briefly. I think Kimmy's heard it before. The first that was the second time my mom had met Jeff. And the first time my dad had met Jeff, he was coming to our house. There was a, a bunch of people, family there, whatever. He he walks in, he meets my dad, he meets my sister. He's not my sister. Like, whatever. We're chatting. We're talking about something that some other person in the family, so, something that someone's done in the family. And my mom turns to Jeff. We've been dating for like three months and goes, can you believe you're marrying into a family like this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just shit like that. That sometimes gets accidentally tossed around my family. And I was like, Oh, he's gone. Like he's he's never gonna call me again. Uh, no. <laughs> like he's gonna block my fucking phone number. Um, he didn't. He was very cool about it and thought it was pretty funny.
0: But talk about a yeah. green flag. That's excellent. Yeah. Oh, someone yeah. Doesn't shy away from that. But like, also just to the point of the email we read and like thinking about how things do or do not work out. Doing a bunch of dates, I feel very fortunate that by the thirteenth date, I met someone who you know almost two years into knowing I still I I feel like we are a fit in ways where I can get into this two-year place or bicker or be myself and like not be so afraid he's going to run away or that I I don't know it's fucked up but before this relationship I always just assumed like it was supposed to be you had to like be a certain thing There was like totally a sex in the city episode about this too like Carrie in front of big you know but I did I didn't realize I could just be myself at a certain point uh but I'm grateful that I found this kind of comfortable situation so early but also like if you're going on a ton of dates and you're at 51 like don't maybe you're just not compromising and that's good not saying I compromised or Kenny did just like it it's worth it to find the fit where it feels super clear it doesn't feel like a tricky challenge like don't force something I've seen people in the last like 10 years new decade of from my life kind of force things because of our age and what stage in life we are because basically 10 years ago Liza we were graduating from undergrad so Mm -hmm. 2010 so it's like full 10 years out that is fucking terrifying and we are old but I guess like You don't have to keep doing the dates or whatever, but I think the success in, like, going on a lot of dates, whether it's 13 or 51 plus, and then waiting it out until it feels right is that maybe you can, like, bicker with your significant other at Thanksgiving and not feel super stressed about it or whatever that is or fart in front of them or (laughs) goals, guys, goals. Truly,
2: this is aspirational my fucking farting story i'm embarrassed that
0: I i'm not i think it's really at fault and hey guys if you're single you must be like oh fuck this all sounds really cheesy and boring and like complicated yep
1: i mean but, but take it back down to earth Every like the whole dating process ends up being like you end up like locking out or like you just end up keep going yes. i felt like my dating process was like i was lucky that i found someone like pretty early on as well that like ended up just like meshing with and like feeling that way but like there's no way of like you can't plan for it and you can't like assume it's gonna happen by 51 and if it doesn't happen by 51 then like you're out of the game and like no I mean like there is a certain like component of luck to it and like you can't like hold yourself over accountable for like what does work and what doesn't work so I think like Liza you could have you could have had that big fart and you could be like oh no (laughs) but like part of it is like you lucked into like meeting someone who shares all these, like, you have all these commonalities and is willing to tolerate these things. And like, whereas like certain people will like have half of that and not the other half. So, like, I think it's like, just like you got to play the game. And like, sometimes it, the cards go your way and other times they don't. But, like, yeah, like, and too much.
2: Yeah. And I feel like what you said is so wise about like, you can't really expect it to happen in any kind of time frame. We invented the number 51. Um, And I think obviously some people who have been dating for us have been lucky early on. Some people it's taken longer. Like people in the secret Facebook group have all kinds of different or all kinds of different like numbers of dates they're on. Um, But I think the one thing that I do feel pretty confident in saying is that like it seems like everyone who we've talked to about dating, everyone who's been on, everyone who's dated for us has learned a lot from every part of the dating process. So I think that like even if this is these are my holiday words my my winter solstice words of encouragement like even if it's feeling like uh things aren't moving forward like you're growing in ways you don't understand you don't necessarily like you can't necessarily see if you're in it
0: i Um, fully as one who was like i think that liza's correct liza's always been correct in terms of like being wise about relationships and when i was Really early in the 2010s, struggling with a bunch of our, like, actor boys and shit. Liza was always wise and seeing – and I feel like about your shit. But then on on my own, I was just like, why doesn't he love me back? About, like, six different guys
2: in two years. But it it
0: doesn't matter because you're talking to, you know, anyone who's listening right now in this Christmas scene and being like, you know what? Also, like, a year is – a like, Kenny, last New Year's, we spent – you were with me. You were technically single last New Year's, right?
1: Yeah, I met – I went on my first date with my girlfriend uh, on the 26th of January. So, like
0: – There you go. I was
1: with dating. Yeah, for sure.
0: It, like, just, just thinking about that, like, going into a new year – new decade, new decade.
1: Like, new I didn't – know like, wow, I've been in a relationship or, like, have been dating the same person for a year? That's fucking wild. Like, I didn't Wait, expect this.
2: Kimmy, did you also go on date number 13 – in January, we have yeah. like a
1: weird overlap. It's and my anniversary is in January,
2: and so is Katie's. This oh is no, fun. Katie's is in February. Okay. Anyway, first Ooh. quarter it seems like is good for dating. I don't think this is magical. I think it's a good time to date in the first quarter. You <laughs> might. First quarter, first quarter.
0: It's, it's we're gonna hawk you that. We're gonna sell you a class that's like first quarter dating. Just kidding. First Do you but think I don't even know when does the first quarter end. March fifteenth.
1: The new year, people coming out being like, I'm yeah, I'm going on dates just hung out with my family don't want to do that anymore like, yeah need to get out
2: there. well i think in especially in new york there's like no one everyone's so busy in december that like very people are dating then january comes around and you don't really want to do like too much out in the world like i feel like dating is like a good like it's too cold and dark and whatever so i feel like going out for a drink with someone is like like i never want to do too much more than that in january you know
0: yeah, and there's a weird – I don't – yeah, I went – my first date was in a snowstorm too. Like there's something cozy and makes you want to drink a little bit longer to warm up even. And even if you don't drink, you like might stay a little longer to – I don't know. There's something as much as it's – January is a tough time for dating and New Year's fucking sucks. And, you know, I think there is like some energy, some weird new year, new me energy. Oh, except for January. Dry January. Oh fuck isn't.
1: that. No, we've had, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. That's I don't lame. believe it. Well, there's probably some exceptions, but generally.
0: Yeah, no. we're anti I'm pro Wet February though, if you <laughs> all don't remember this someone at this the grad program I'm at last year started Wet February on a Slack channel. Yes, I know this sounds really Silly, but I thought it was hilarious. Where every day, if you were part of Wet Feb, you took a sip and you posted your picture having a sip of a drink every day of February. I didn't make it, but like I probably didn't just didn't post every day. No, I know, I know. We talked about drinking too much, but it was very fun. I
1: think me. we're I think we're sober shaming. We are.
2: Table, <laughs> you, you know what? I feel like like thirty percent of my friends are doing whole thirty in January, and I'm gonna be the only person eating french fries and drinking what alcohol and blah blah They'll
1: blah
2: i so if i'm sober shaming it's because i'm feeling bad <laughs> yeah exactly it's where i'm our at, problem. It's, physically it's not it. your problem it's our problem yes
0: <laughs> correct
2: <laughs> um all right guys should we take a quick quick break and then we'll, we'll
0: debunk the rules yeah okay well, now we are back to tell Kenny what the rules the the book I almost said the novel, but I don't think that's right um, is, and to debunk the shit out of some of these rules. I don't know. Hopefully, this is entertaining during this like week off from work. If you want to just have some ammo to go into twenty nineteen with, like just think Guys. how far we've come from the nineties. Okay, Liza, Truly. tell us about the rules.
2: Okay, the rules. I I first I would recommend you all go to the Wikipedia page of the rules. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Kimmy, we need to Photoshop this cover to make it like 2019. Oh, so, fuck okay, yeah. yeah. The cover looks like a wedding invitation. It has curly ribbons, roses, and an engagement ring on it. And the t- the name of the book is "The Rules: Time Tested Secrets Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mister Wright." It came out in 1995, and this is like the logline of the book. Ready? uh whatever no this is the wikipedia you know paragraph about the book the book suggests rules that a woman should follow in order to attract and marry the man of her dreams these rules include that a woman should be quote easy to be with but hard to get the underlying philosophy of the rules is that women should not aggressively pursue men but rather ought to get the men to pursue them a woman who follows the rules is called a (laughs) rules girl (laughs) how did i not know about the rules girl
1: Kill I didn't realize the draw from the perspective of a woman. So this is going to be interesting. Well, but a we're... rules girl,
0: Well, why? Insane. You know, there's been some controversy calling this anti-men, but also anti-feminist. So we've got to see. Kenny, uh-huh. you're a man. Tell us if these rules are true. Also, before we get into it, I must I must note the publication date, 2-14-1995. That is February 1495. Oh, That 95 is too late for this book to be out, first of all. But second of all, Valentine's Day – Ooh, looking at the cover of this book is how I see those people like who rush into getting married or who just like get married to someone they know they hate. Now I understand it because this book was published and out in you know fucking not that long ago, twenty five years ago. The same, it's wild. the same age as "All I Want for Christmas Is You." That song was coming out when this book yeah. was coming out. Fuck that.
2: I-, I feel like it so immediately harkens back to like the first season of Sex and the City where all they're talking about all the time is like ah, husbands you know and it's like it, everything is like husband centric like it's not like i mean whatever miranda's a little different some people are a little bit different but like it, but, it's very yes
0: because when uh, they're different they're so different <laughs> miranda yes. has like a weird speech and she slaps yeah and she yells at carrie and she like hits her i don't know okay
1: okay okay oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The city a good show
0: yes but it was are we sure
1: about that
0: yeah <laughs> It was of this era, so books are yeah. like it was of this era, so it was actually breaking the mold. It's it's not okay. I, there are plenty of vulture Jezebel pieces about this that you know. Okay. we can all read, but
1: pop Vulture whiff on Kenny's part. It, it. it was
0: it was still good. No, I get it. I get it. It was groundbreaking for its time, which is sad. Simply sad. also, I think it was funny. Some some of the stuff is not
2: doesn't hold up today, but I think the characters I cared about and the show was funny. Even though it's not necessarily like 2019, yeah. But whatever, guys. I saw Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick in the West Village like a week ago. Oh fuck,
0: that is. It was
2: it was magical. It was like a mirage. She was wearing four inch heels and leather, like tiny leather pants, oh, and geez. I was just like, oh my, my eyes went round. It was amazing. She looked great, good for her.
0: What a fucking anyway. New York sighting, Liza. About... I I saw him one time, but um, he was uh, with Victor Garber. She was what? So, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she was wobbling a little. She was on the cobblestones in the West Village in her four-inch heels, and I was like, this is a moment. Yeah, it was one of, one of my better sightings.
0: It's also, okay. like, the reason Manhattan rents are so high, I feel like, that show. Like, so many people were inspired by that show to move to New York City. I I know I could – I don't have the data on that, but I could find it. Like, there is no way that didn't impact the amount of young people moving yeah. to New York thinking they could write and make money. Yeah, totally. Like but you know who wrote and made money – is who wrote this? <laughs> Ellen two, Fine two and ladies. Sherry Snyder
2: nailed it. All right, let's do that. You want to read the first one, Kimmy?
0: Yeah, but one more thing. <laughs> we because we went through some of these very briefly. Um. Uh. uh, uh okay. So can we just get around uh, maybe some of the controversies here? There was much. Discussion upon its release, uh, some audiences considered considered it useful, others felt it was outdated, anti-feminist, anti-men, because uh, of, like, playing games with men. Oh, God, I can't even. <laughs> Psychology lecturer and therapist Meg John Barker claims that the emergence of seduction communities – that's another episode – happened almost as a direct response to this hard-to-get femininity. Interesting. However – Others noted fine. So one of the authors was an accountant and the other was a freelance journalist without professional qualification in the subject matter. Fine, married and divorced and has recently remarried. See, but that's a good thing. Schneider has been married for over 21 years. Okay. All right. On the Today Show, they admitted they weren't professionals. So just we can't be too hard on them. They were just like Great making some money. Okay. Let's start, sure. Liza. Go for it. Number one. You can okay. cut that out. That didn't seem necessary, but it felt intriguing. I needed to.
2: No, 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 no. no. I understand. I, I think it was important. Um, okay. Number one, be a quote, creature like any other. Unlike. unlike any other. Oh my God. I fucked it up so early. Okay. Here we go. Number one, be a quote, creature unlike any other.
0: Okay. Kenny, what does that mean to you?
1: Fundamentally confused. Don't understand
0: being a creature (laughs) what what, what would a woman have to do for you to think oh she's a creature unlike any other
1: like crawl on all fours I don't (laughs) get it like it's like doesn't make sense like first of all the word creature is a bizarre choice of vocabulary like that's kind of just like what are you talking what are you getting at like I just think it's a poor choice of words and then at the end of the day like what I mean just like sure like be unique be yourself but like what is don't like at the end of the day like if you're trying to do that like just if you end up being fake what's the fucking point like it doesn't work so like i'm confused
0: okay full disclosure we have not read this book and do not have it in front of us this is brought to you by wikipedia so we cannot delve further into what a creature unlike any other means (laughs) i i don't think it's the 2019 be yourself be unique though that is the version we should go with i have a feeling it is like Betty Draper on Mad Men. That's what I'm like. Just okay, you know. I, I'm just I'm literally Here's making my up.
2: Take of this is that could this mean like I feel like this almost is like manic pixie dream girl esque. Yes, it's like another great amazing example. like be a magical like wonder princess, which like sure, but also I feel like I don't disagree with this and that be a creature unlike any other. But are you ready for me to get su- super fucking cheesy after school special? Like, I think, like, everybody already is, right? Isn't that the whole thing is that we're all unique and, like, by being yourself, like, that, like you are a creature unlike any other just by being yourself and, like, doing it as much as you can and, like, going to therapy to feel okay about what it is.
0: Unless you're a twin. Just kidding. Just kidding. LOL. Love <laughs> <Yeah>. the twins.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then no. you're a fucking uh, fake creature like that, No.
0: No. Um, I think but- you're right, Liza. I like it
2: like I feel like this is like change yourself so that you become a creature unlike any other and I think today it's more like oh no you just are that
0: yeah <laughs> so find
2: someone who likes it
0: <laughs> I honestly just did do I've talked about it a couple times but I was doing so much Gen Z research for a project I was working on that I they really want to be they are like really into being unique individuals I know I'm generalizing we have a lot of Gen Z's in the audience tell me if this is true but they also like care about what other people think of them so like unique individual these are things Liz. i think you boiled it down like we just already are all are that it's about how okay with yourself as you are are you okay let's go to the next rule because that one's confusing do it two don't talk to a man first and don't ask him to dance the second half is in parentheses (laughs) kenny your take first go man go
1: uh dated doesn't make sense. And like, what if he's a super good dancer? Wouldn't you want to see that? I'm a little bit like, that's oddly specific. And so I'd, I would say false.
0: <laughs> Is the 2019 version like, don't ask him out on a dating app? No, there's no version of this. Don't talk to oh, him. No, man. I don't, I'm not agreeing first. with it. Jesus. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I didn't mean that to be as salty as it sounded. <laughs> I, I, I... Don't talk to a man first. That's some weird, creepy Handmaid's Tale bullshit.
0: Like, if you like someone, talk to them. Yeah, I wish I was better at talking to men first in person, or wish I had been in my past. Like, men want to be talked to as well at bars. You don't have to hit on them. You can just talk to them. You can talk to the man who serves you... (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Your> coffee. <laughs> like,
0: this is a wild rule.
1: <laughs> I'm imagining a woman going up to like order a coffee, but like she can't say anything until they ask specifically for the order. Otherwise it's like completely breaking the rules. I'm like, I can't talk to this man. He hasn't asked me specifically for just, my like,
2: <laughs> smiling at them creepily until they ask you if you want anything.
0: Liza, I feel like Guys, we tried to pitch a sketch based on this like a long yes. time ago and like Well, I feel like <laughs> this was the should we should we
2: make a video where we try to live by the rules for one day and just <laughs> See how it goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm into it. That's the documentary I want to watch on YouTube. So, oh my God.
2: All okay. right,
0: here's number three don't stare <laughs> at men or
2: talk too much.
0: <laughs> see, like, two different things eyes and mouth, like, different senses.
2: Yeah, well, really I'm heard. out, you guys. I'm a mouthy bitch. I, I've been talking on the internet for 41 minutes
1: already today. <laughs> Uh,
0: also does. kind of agree
1: with the first half I think staring can be very strange second part like again to your point yes what does it have to do with the first half kind of into when people talk more than me personally makes my life a little bit easier makes the holding the conversation easier for me who someone's like a little bit more introverted to like now I can interject where I see like I can add like add something interesting rather than feeling like I'm carrying the entire weight of the conversation I'm into it so I disagree with this back half
0: that was a great debunking. Yeah, I guess don't stare at anyone, though. I ha- I must admit, when I see something interesting happening with strangers around me, I do tend to stare, and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Not really. I'm,
2: I yeah, heard. but I feel like if I see someone I think is attractive, like, on the street or at a bar, like, I, I try not to stare at them. I mean, I guess that's kind of common courtesy, to not stare at anyone. That's creepy. Okay, we agree with one half of one of the rules, guys. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like this is going to get counterintuitive. Because I feel like some of this book seeped its way into what we learned, like, to play hard to get. But, like, don't stare at men. Uh, I guess that is don't uh, – I don't know. I'm confused. Does anyone do that? Yeah, does anyone do that? Is Maybe better.
2: Okay. My um, thing with talk too much – okay, there is a tiny part of that that I agree with, which is that, like, of course, men and women – like, if you're on a date, you shouldn't, you shouldn't monopolize the conversation – you should mm-hmm. ask questions and give them an op- them them an opportunity to talk.
0: Yeah, but I I, like I don't that think that's being, the spirit of this. We're being you know <laughs> very yeah. diplomatic about this. We're we're seeing both yeah. sides, but we're also disagreeing. Okay, number four. Don't meet him halfway or go Dutch on a date.
2: What does going Dutch mean? I don't know because I, I don't know. I'm gonna Google it. It yeah. sounds weird.
0: Go Dutch. Go Dutch. Is that like it's ghost? Like
1: splitting it.
0: Oh, it's splitting it. Or is it... Yeah,
2: Am I wrong? It, a term that indicates each person participating in a paid activity covers their own expenses rather this than weird. any one person in the group defraying costs for the entire group.
0: I but Okay, so don't meet him halfway or go Dutch on a date. So the meet him halfway has to do with, like, the distance from your house to the bar? <laughs> it, it's not about splitting the check if go Dutch it means be. splitting.
1: It's too specific. Or does the, it just on. mean
0: compromise generally? Like... I don't know. This is
1: unhealthy advice. I disagree. Yeah,
0: hard disagree. Well, the next one's wild, and I know we've mentioned it before. Liza, go for it. Okay. Don't
2: call him and rarely return his calls. Infuriating.
0: But weirdly (laughs) relatable. This is the one I feel like was most ingrained in me, though I never read this book, and it was more like, don't wait till he IMs you first, texts you first, whatever era it was of my – like, don't – like, we still get emails about this, and I still become, you know – Shannon whoever wrote this book for like a moment where I'm like oh yeah like he should be texting me first and I don't know how we Kenny debunk it
1: yeah what am I doing don't call uh, um, him
0: and rarely return his calls you you know better than we do
1: uh yeah I mean I think fundamentally it comes back to like what's the point um with a lot of, like I think I would say the same thing about a lot of these like I think <laughs> It just comes down to like, if you want to talk to somebody, just fucking talk to them. Like, I don't know if I worry about it, who who contacts who first. And like, what if I like called you and was like just trying to get in touch with you because you left your card at the bar? But then like, maybe I was bad at communicating and you never called me back. Like,
2: well, a rules hard. girl would never have left her card at the bar, Kenny. Because she would not would be would going Dutch pay. on a date. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's stupid. I, I say stupid.
0: The next one is always end phone calls first. So I just feel like we can kind of group that right in there. Like,
2: yeah, but it's funny because it's true. This this stuff didn't green. I I for when I was single and out there and dating and newly dating and whatever, uh, I would be very reluctant to call someone or text them first. This really like embedded in my head, and I wish mm-hmm. it hadn't.
0: Yeah, like no. Okay, number seven. Um,
2: don't accept a Saturday night date after
0: Wednesday. <laughs> what?
1: Okay, Logistical do you think, nightmare.
0: There is a real question I want to ask you both here, though. Do you think if you went out on a Wednesday, do you think like not don't ever, but do you think there's something weird if someone asks you out again within the same like five day span, including Saturday? Or do you think it's. I, I don't know.
1: I think it depends on who you are as a person, which is yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever said. Because, um, like, if you're just going with the flow and willing to be, like, flexible and, like, are, like, less concerned about, like, the the outcome or the perception, then, like, I see no issue. If you had a really good first time, like, like fuck it, I'm around, you're around, like, we're both not doing anything, and we both just talked about something we wanted to do, like, why wouldn't we do it?
2: Well, I'm wondering if this rule is don't accept a Saturday night date after Wednesday. Oh, you're right. I think it's
1: a scheduling thing. Like, I, I think really- it
2: means <laughs> like if they call you on Thursday,
1: <laughs> you, can't
2: you're, you have plans on Saturday, even oh, if you're yep. lying.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh, Christ. <laughs> this is the- like, <laughs> is it the 1950s? I thought after a Wednesday date. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well. Don't
1: accept a date unless they call your house line and talk to your parents first. Yeah.
2: If your dad has to give you permission. <laughs> I weirdly and... – because
0: my thing is, like, I weirdly had another archaic belief that I shouldn't say yes to, like, Saturday night dates because it was, like, weird. I had a friend of mine, same age, be like, oh, if someone's asking me out for a Saturday night. Like, that became uncool. Like, they're too available. Where are their friends? Like, when we were young in the city. It like, ew, Like, okay. I-, I don't agree with any iterations of rule number seven. How about that?
2: Okay, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna say something crazy.
1: Uh-oh.
2: There's a part of me that a little agrees with this. With what Not, Okay, I don't agree with it. <laughs> I do think <laughs> there is something to, like... I, I think there is a little bit of a phenomenon of, like, fuckboys always just trying to hang out with you, like, day of.
0: Oh, yeah, you're and
2: right. And I, I think there is a little something to, like making it known to someone that your time is valuable and in that case in in that scenario in that scenario only being a little bit unavailable to them like not being like not responding to the you up text again this is the most extreme version of this if it's like a nice person who's calling you and it's like hey on a on a friday and it's like hey i'd love to take you out to dinner tomorrow night if you're free fuck yeah that's nice but if it's like saturday 7 p.m. and someone's like hey like what are you doing right now like
0: i, I don't know okay maybe it's, Unless it's ac- someone you already know is a good person don't accept a saturday night date after 10 p.m. on saturday nine <laughs> like I, I feel like that's <laughs> exactly. more appropriate than wednesday. yes you know like, what yes like,
1: what if it's thursday morning like that gives you plenty of time like yes the wednesday just like weirdly specific and like doesn't yes. and it's middle of and the if week it's a
2: date If someone's like, I'd like to take you out on a thing, on a
0: date, (laughs) like fucking just say yes. That's nice. I I may agree with the next rule. Okay. Fill up your time before the date. Okay. Tell us more. I agree with it. I I know what they're getting at and I don't agree with it in the way that they're like being a little bit. All of these rules are telling women what to do so it all feels gross and patriarchal even though two women wrote this book. But I do think I had a lot of pre-date anxiety no matter how many dates I went on. It definitely got better but like it was better if I wasn't uh, especially like those early dates like thinking about it getting ready for too long that I just like fucking like having something to do whether it's work and just trying to treat the whole thing like I'm just going to the date because it works out for both of us like I, I don't know. Like filling up I, your time. I agree generally.
1: with it too. I think it also probably like, all right, I'm going into a date. I've either done nothing and been a hungover piece of shit in my apartment. This is an example. And like, I've done nothing and then like rolled out of bed and went on this date. Or like, I had a productive day where I like did a bunch of stuff that like I can speak to and like don't seem like a lazy piece of shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I
1: feel like there's something to be said for like, yeah. I did a bunch of stuff today. Like, I can talk about it. Like, maybe that makes it like, opportunities to connect with whoever's on the other side
2: of the table totally i feel like it's kind of like that old rule about a job interview where like don't let a job interview be the first conversation you have in a day like if you have a morning job interview have you guys ever heard this in in like you know job prep stuff like if you have a 9 a.m phone interview they're like call your call oh, yeah. your friend you gotta or call order. your dad like just talk to have a conversation with someone before that so mm-hmm. you're like not i feel like it's a similar thing like if you have like entered like low energy from like a, a day where you've been like in bed watching binge watching tv like that's I'm usually not like my best self after that.
0: Yeah, which is why I know that, you know, Olivia, our current dater, loves a morning date, but she's a morning person. I am not. And that would be me never being any kind of version of a person you'd want (laughs) to hang out with. Oh, my God. Guys, did we just find a rule that we all actually kind of agree with?
1: I feel slimy. I feel kind of gross.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fill up your time before the date. Ladies, men, non-binary, everyone should. This is a general rule Then it feels more appropriate. We got to give – we got to take some stance because if we're too like, oh, don't do it how you want to, then people are like, I want one piece of advice. Fill up your time before a date. No, I like this one. If you get anxious before a date. Yeah. All right. Nine to ten, Liza. How do we handle these? Why don't
2: you read them? I think we have to skip these. Agreed. Because these (laughs) are like specific to chapters in the book that, again, we have not read. So – uh, okay, so I'm just going to go to the next concrete one, which is always end the date first.
0: But just for listeners who are curious, because if I was listening, I'd be like, I can't see it. It just says how to act on dates one, two, and three. That's one chapter. Next chapter, how to act on dates four through commitment time. Commitment has a capital C, <laughs> as does time. Okay. I don't. I know I disagree with that chunking of the dating anyway. So. Yeah. Sorry correct. to interrupt. Um. Okay,
2: no. But the next one is always end the date first. I mean – I never have ended the date first because I love
0: hanging out and having drinks at bars. Like, not that I go for four drinks, but I'm just like, "Eh, okay, even if I'm not having a great time. That's just a me thing.
1: I think there's perfectly acceptable situations to end the date first. So, like, I don't know. I see both sides of the coin.
2: I feel like it's usually a mutual kind of thing. Like I feel like it's like, oh, we're we doing another one. Like, what's your thought? I don't know. I feel like it's but usually it's, a conversation. I think
1: that's all kind of fake. I feel like it's like someone wants to leave and they're like being nice and like, oh, do you want another one? Or like someone's like, yeah, unsure of like I don't know. I feel like that's all like cut facade, versus like someone being like, oh, I want to leave or like, I want to stay. Like that's just like that weird like crossroads you have to go through to figure out whether or not you're having fun and like want to keep hanging out. Yeah.
0: yeah that's true i think don't worry about who ends the date
1: yes better. correct
0: grant
2: i think end uh, the date if you want to <laughs> leave and stay on the date if you want to stay
0: perfect that is 2019
1: knowledge Boom. all right
0: stop dating him if he doesn't buy you a romantic gift for your birthday or valentine's day
1: whoa Shots i think like uh so something i learned about love languages Oh, yeah, what yes. You. Yes, what if you're not a gift person? The podcast <laughs> what if gifts are not your love language maybe this doesn't apply to you like I don't know I think there's like situations for gifts and, and situations where gifts are less applicable they like to like characterize whether you enjoy someone or not based on the fact that they either did or did not get you gifts on two specific dates is wild
2: also romantic gift what the that fuck? Oh. that word trips me up like I would not want to receive like a box of like chocolates or flowers or lingerie or like anything romantic for that's just not I wouldn't enjoy it. I I completely like, missed uh, the
1: part. I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I like I'd love a puzzle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like books. I don't like it. Like I feel like I, it, something in the spirit of this I understand, which is that like on your birthday. Someone should do something that makes you feel special, mm-hmm. whether that's like taking you to a concert or out to a nice dinner or like just treating you to something that is special to you or buying you a non-romantic gift. But that is something that like you really like or you really want or is really thoughtful and like apl- applicable to you. Like, I do believe you should stop dating someone who does not take care of you on your birthday and make you feel like a special princess.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's a big red flag unless that person is really bad at birthdays. But, like, what does that even mean? That means they're an inconsiderate per- person. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be hard. I mean, like, I-, I think that someone can literally be like, what do you want for your birthday? Like, what will make your birthday special? What do you want to do? Like, I don't think it has to be about the brilliance of the idea. I think it has to be about, like, the effort.
1: <laughs> yeah, some people just like aren't great gift givers. What a gift could be. I just, like, went straight to, like, material item versus, like, you made a lot of great points about, like, no, like, going out to a super nice dinner is a gift. Going out to a normal concert is a gift. Like, hanging out all day is, like, also weirdly, like, potentially, like, a gift of your time. And, like, there's other ways to think about it. Yeah. But it's just thinking, like, oh, yeah, jewelry or, like, flowers or chocolates, like you said, like, that doesn't resonate with everyone. And, like, this weird romantic qualifier before the gift is a little weird and yeah. uncomfortable. Because, like, part of me, it's also just, like, don't, I don't know it's just a little weird and valentine's day
2: there's i I don't need a gift i don't don't want a gift on valentine's day because i don't want to have to get you a gift on valentine's day like (laughs) let's go to a nice dinner or just hang out
0: or just boycott it because all the years i you know valentine's day was fucking annoying as hell for me yeah i don't i hate valentine's day yeah
2: we've done like a movie on valentine's day it's so like non-romantic but just like We've done that a couple years where it's just like, oh, this is, just a, this is a chance for us to go on, like, a weeknight date that's nice. Like, we'll have, like, a yummy but not fancy dinner and go to the movies. My first like,
0: Valentine's Day with – I wasn't officially dating him because I was doing the podcast, but I hung out in 2018 with day 13 on Valentine's Day. We went to see Phantom Thread. <laughs> so interesting Valentine's Choice if you've seen funny. it in the spoilers, but, like, a little bit of a dysfunctional relationship. But it was it was great. It's, like, what I'd want to do anyway.
2: Yeah, it's a chance to hang out, and I think it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, all right, the next one is, don't see him more than once or twice a week.
0: Early dating, Kenny, What are what's your take on this? Like, be really honest. Would it turn you off if super early someone was, like, willing to hang out with you a second time in that week?
1: Uh, I mean, gut reaction would be, I kind of want to say no. Mm-hmm. But I also, like think it's very situational like, i don't think it's like make or break like black and white mm-hmm. i think it very much so just like depends on how your first date goes and then this is like all about thinking like first second because i think it probably varies like what you're at like once you've like hung out a couple times i think it becomes even like more gray um i don't know yeah i don't i don't write it off immediately no i don't know i don't have a gut like strong gut reaction against it what does i mean what is your take do you disagree
0: i don't know but i know that's one that's been ingrained in me like don't see it weird, more like, than hard once or twice day. a week I also, there's
1: a really thing that both sides of the equation play that I think is made up. Yeah. And everybody makes it up in their own head because, like, if you want to hang out with someone, just fucking hang out with them.
0: Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, there's part of this that I agree with it, it, a little bit in that, like, look, if you meet someone and you, like, are like, oh, my God, I'm in love. Magic. Fireworks. Which happens occasionally. It doesn't happen that often. Or and I don't think it has to happen yeah and i don't think it has to like i don't think that happening is always the sign of like a really amazing relationship to come like you don't fucking know but i don't necessarily know that i'd want to see someone more than like twice a week in early dating
1: oh more than twice a week like is weird i'm gonna set the ceiling at two times like yeah yeah like any more than that becomes like way you're you're like mixing normal life with dating life and it's Coming a little bit too personal too quickly yeah.
2: yeah and i feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on it i don't know i feel like it's really easy to start to see problems like with the other person that might not be real things you know what i mean like uh, it's a lot i think you have to kind of i'm a toe dipper in life but I-, I think it's like a toe bit- dipping situation a little bit mm-hmm. um not in a weird sex way uh, anyway, <laughs> wow! I wasn't even <laughs> but now I am. Thank you very much. I'm... Oh, it's been a long week, guys. Okay. Um, the next one: no more than casual kissing on the first date. Well, I feel like. This I think is... Kenny,
0: go! go no, you're the man. You're be, the man. You're my, man.
1: I've, I've communicated this that I rarely ever tried to kiss people on first dates because I think it's just awkward. It's more awkward more frequently than it is like boom fireworks. Like it's just usually like. Somebody doesn't want to or someone feels slightly uncomfortable. Like, I think it's best to avoid on, like, first date. So, I, like, I don't know. I don't have a strong reaction
0: here. I think the problem, again, with this rule is that it's directed as at women. And I think specifically because the next rule is don't rush into sex and other rules, italicized, for intimacy. I don't even want to know what that chapter says. <laughs> um, dark. But I think it's more like slow down, honey. And we have countless stories. You all do actually. Everyone has friends who got into relationships that worked out off of like very weird early hookups or one night stands. Even it's like I don't think I think it's like what you like. Like I I don't want to. I don't like germs. So and I was dating to like find someone or just date till I we had a podcast audience and I moved to LA. No, but I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just do what you like, whatever you like with that level of stranger. Well, also, like,
2: lots of people date because they want to go out and have sex. Exactly. Like, that's a a big part of dating for people. So, like, if that's what you enjoy about dating, then go fucking do it safely and responsibly. Like, yeah, it it feels, yeah, this is a thing that feels incredibly backwards. It's just, like, do what feels right. Do what you want to do. Do what is makes it fun for you i don't know
0: 16 and 17 also dark don't tell him what to do i'm grouping them because they're the same thing and let him take the lead so i I
1: feel weirdly sexual like even if you go back up to the top of the list i Uh. feel like this is strange
0: don't open up too (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's a good point but i think that like sexual relationships in the way you know movies have portrayed them or we saw romantic or as a sexual relationships on screen growing up like I'll follow a lot of these rules sadly like I don't know don't tell them what to do I
1: I, I know I'm an idiot sometimes so sometimes I like a good telling what to do because I'm probably like I'm pretty open minded like sometimes like I might just like I don't know I feel like I'm against that one for sure 16 I think that's, like, that shouldn't be a thing. I tell if everyone I what to do all the it's
0: time. Fair. It's a problem. If I couldn't <laughs> tell anyone, specifically the man I'm dating, what to do, I c- <laughs> couldn't date anyone ever. So
2: <laughs> I think it should be an equal amount of telling each other what to do Yeah, in an ideal world, right? Like, I- I'm telling you, and I don't mean bossing someone around, it's like... Oh, I do. No, just... I-, I mean, well, I boss him. <laughs> I- everyone bosses people. Like, that's a part of it. But you know what I mean? Like,
0: it's Mm-hmm.
2: yeah Um. okay so do, do we I feel like we may need to do some of these in chunks because there's a bunch more
0: should we just like sh- rail oh. through the next like don't I actually agree with the next one don't expect a man to change or try to change him but we've all heard that a million times should we just do like should we just read off the next like 10 just-
2: yeah I'll yeah may,
0: I'll
2: read Uh, I'll read the next 10 and like how about you guys each get one buzz in at the most egregious thing you hear okay buzz okay. and stop me okay ready uh don't open up too fast be honest but mysterious accentuate the positive and other rules for personal ads buzz. No,
1: I don't understand <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> is <laughs> that like here's your bio rules i'm not uh-huh. like that's not the most egregious like i might have to buzz back in but is that like the equivalent of what your dating profile should look like i think so accentuate the positive which yeah
2: i mean i don't know in a dating app it's not like you're gonna put up pictures of you in your sweatpants eating eating uh pizza in bed and be like i cry for no reason sometimes you know i don't know that seems fair accentuate the positive kimmy so you're uh, we'll take that buzz back for you that that was a clarification buzz okay ready ready uh don't live with a man or leave things in his apartment.
0: Buzz,
2: buzz, 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 buzz. Like I was waiting for
0: it. Please live with someone before you, I don't know, like marry them. I, that People are going to at me for that. But leave things in his apartment. Like you don't have to pull a slowly leaving a tampon. In your, but like just fucking leave some shit there or talk about it. It's so that part. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. just a
2: matter of goddamn convenience sometimes. Toothbrushes are disgusting to carry around.
0: Yeah, okay. you don't want to share those. So, all right. So, we n- now
2: where we stand, Kenny still has his buzz. Kimmy does not have hers. Okay. Um, don't date a married man. Well, <laughs> ed- editors know. Yeah, fucking duh. Uh, <laughs> slowly, slowly involve him in your family and other rules for women with children. Practice, 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 or getting good at the rules. Even if you're engaged or married, you still need the rules. I want
1: to buzz into that one. Yeah, thank you. Understand that one? That's fucking strange. Like you're engaged or married, but then you're like still referring back to the no more casual kissing on the first day. Like, what (laughs) are you thinking? Like, (laughs) I think you're like at a loss for how to really just like be a human at that point in time.
2: (laughs) That's insane. I mean, I feel like whatever. We'll do a wrap up. At the end of this, a brief wrap up of like our feels about the rules, but that's gonna be the one that I'm gonna need to talk to. All right, I'm gonna keep on reading. I'm gonna give myself a buzz, which I will use on myself. Okay, uh, it, do the rules even when your friends and parents think it's nuts. Is be smart. This a multi level yeah. marketing scheme. I'm sorry, dude. Okay, no, I'm I'm jumping ahead because not rule number thirty one is don't discuss the rules with your therapist. Well, fuck. It is that's an MLM. Insane. No, it's not. But whoa. Well, the thing that's crazy is like, don't talk to people about this. Don't tell your therapist about it. This is what cults do. It's mm-hmm. like no one's going to understand.
0: You know what this is? This is what abusive relationships are like. Don't talk to other people about it. They're not going to understand it. Yeah, that is – that's real dark. That really invalidates this list. Not that we were – You're
1: down the wrong rabbit hole? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah,
2: that's so – Oh, Okay. So the rest of the rules, I think, are are similar to earlier chapters where it's like kind of weirdly specific. I'll read them real quick and then we can do a wrap up. But it's um, uh, be smart and other rules for dating in high school. Take care of yourself and other rules for dating in college. Take care of yourself. I can get behind. Next and other rules for dealing with rejection. Don't discuss the rules with your therapist. Don't break the rules. Do the rules and you'll live happily ever after. Exclamation <laughs> point.
1: All right. So I want to talk to the 33 through uh, 33 and 35 are honestly terrifying like yes i would love to know what's written in these chapters okay number
2: 33 is do the rules and you'll live happily ever after 35 is be easy to live with i think the most terrifying one and this is going to play into my wrap-up takeaways is 34 Ooh. which is love only those who love you Oh, see
0: i was going to say that i agreed with that so let's i agree chat. with that too but
2: okay here is my big fucking grade a cut of beef with all of this All of this shit, I think, is about subtly changing yourself and adapting your behavior and watching yourself and like and just tweaking the dials on yourself constantly to be correct. And then these fucking people who wrote it have the uh, audacity to put love only those (laughs) who love you. Well, you're not being yourself like (laughs) I get it. You win. You're right. This is insane. I mean, of course, love only those who love you. But it's like, this isn't you. You isn't someone who, you know, don't tell him what to do. Like, that's nuts. That's nuts. How was this allowed? I don't know if I believe in free speech anymore. No, I'm just kidding. There's
0: some prioritization (laughs) here. Love only those who love you is 34. And then 35, the final rule is be easy to live with, which cements your point, (laughs) drives it right home. Like like, they don't actually mean love only the people who actually love and care about you. It's just make it easy. My my wrap up is this. Unfortunately, we're making fun of these. We're saying these things. We've said that some of them relate to us. But I think overwhelmingly, especially for straight women dating, a lot of this has been ingrained. I've seen friends like – be easy to live with or make compromise like I don't it's dark it's dark like don't do that don't it's not worth it yeah yeah you could be in a relationship already if you want to be easy to live with I don't even know if that's true however don't do it because well this is the thing
2: and this is why I always I said it earlier this episode I was like when we were talking about our relations I was like the goal is not necessarily to be in a relationship and obviously like look for me I've lived with my boyfriend for three years. We've been together for six years. Obviously, my goal is not marriage. And the thing that I think is so twisted and weird about this is that the goal above, like the importance of this above everything else, is getting married. And I think that's a thing that persists: is that some women are still like, gotta get
0: my ring. No, and I, even if I don't they're not that, like, gotta get my ring in that kind. Like, yes, that's true. But also, like, you could and. it – that's the thing. It's society. Like You could be the smartest, most successful in other ways woman and you still might have this pressure because it's like been equated with success. Even yeah. if you like deep down ugh, feel less upset. Like the ring is just something through family members. Through I don't know. I've seen it. I feel like I've seen this happen where people who I don't think truly care about the ring, including myself, I think, you know, there was a time like – In my 20s, I was so afraid of being single because there was a part of me that didn't ever care about marriage or a ring but was like, what does that mean about me and how I can succeed?
2: And also, like, I'm not anti-marriage. I'll get married at some point. I I think it's a beautiful thing. I really do. I think it's, like, a beautiful, special thing to do and to commit to, it. truly. It's just, like, the goaliness of it, the idea that, like, okay – work hard work smart you'll get married it's like this is why like truly I know dating is garbage I know the apps can be tough but like we are very lucky to be where we are today I think all in I'll take all the fuck boys in the world over this shit
1: yeah there's like a really weird link to a New York Times article about like Ellen Fine's eventual marriage to her husband and I mean At the bottom of the wiki page, would encourage you to cruise through it. I feel like she's kind of just, like, a very strange, like, there's, like, some comments somewhere in this where I'm like, this doesn't really, like, make sense. And, like, they just have these very strong opinions that they've, like, believed forever. And, like, I don't know. It's very weird.
0: It feels like if the patriarchy was a cult, they, like, hired her and made her, put her up to this, put these women up to this, make a book. Like, because you know what else I'm thinking? Looking through these rules, just you know men do all of this even in modern days on dating apps like like they do a lot of these things that women are being told not to do don't stare at men or talk too much men stare Mm. at women and talk too much all the time women sure do the same like don't call him like men never call her like (laughs) (laughs) yeah just it's very interesting how these are it's don't tell
2: him what to do let him take the lead like that's yeah uh, i
1: didn't have added woman at the end of mine but i wanted to just like clarify between like her and the husband but like she says these like ridiculous things it's like i'm reading this blurb from this article and it's like after that i guess after she met this guy they only saw each other right they saw each other regularly but only when their two children were with her ex-husband and then like in quotes i don't think it's good for them to watch their mother date your mom is supposed to make dinners and be around like this is just like bizarre wow Even more
0: patriarchy problems. Like what? And I'm it's sorry. Like,
1: yeah, fair.
0: I've been rewatching Mad Men, and it's like I I think that show does a really good job of capturing like what women, but again, like 60s, like, were supposed to be like, and yeah, how how it's it's helpful to watch shows like that or look at books like this because it's like oh oh oh. So that's why this feels so frustrating and still imbalanced in certain ways now. Like men get more passes for X Y or Z, but it's really come a long way, and we still have room to go somehow yeah to liza's point like seeing this list and being beyond that is very satisfying
1: yeah yeah
2: guys this has been a great rule debunking i feel fired up i feel angry (laughs) i feel happy that i it's not (laughs) i don't know whatever (laughs) weird era this rolled out of um However, please weigh in. If you if we've said anything tonight that you're like, nope, you guys are incorrect, please tell me, because I do feel like some of these things or if you've heard stuff that you're that you recognized as like, really like, oh, shit, I do that. And I didn't realize it. And I don't like it or I do like it. And you guys are wrong. Like, please let us know, because I think this stuff is so fascinating. And I think we can keep talking about it. I think we could like, you know, potentially take a bunch of responses to like like pe- responses people have to this and you know talk about it in a future segment or something like that but anyway you can do that at five one first dates pod at gmail.com you can dm us on insta at five one first dates pod you can join our secret facebook group and post there what else you
0: can i feel like
1: also yeah email in like debunk one of these on a real date like prove it wrong yeah,
2: yeah. go be a creature unlike any other the
1: opposite of this rule and it fucking worked.
2: Oh my god! If anyone does that, we will definitely reimburse you for your date. Keep the receipt. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah.
0: Don't open up uh, too fast. Be honest and yeah. serious. Actually, those are harder to do. But yes, don't tell him what to do. Like someone's gonna get in a car accident. Like, don't tell him but not to go straight through that stoplight
2: at least order for him when he sits down he'll be like I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a you know beer be like no you, I'm gonna get you a glass of wine Shh. don't don't worry <laughs> Do that. <laughs> tell, tell him what to drink um well Kenny this has been a delight I'm sure everyone listening is gonna be thrilled to hear from you again we hope you'll like I hope boxing. so
1: I'm having this weird like OG I'm on a podcast did I sound like a fucking idiot vibe sometimes nope. right now <laughs> and it's just like it's been a while I, don't I still know feel that way every week. Last time I was
2: on, <laughs> it's been a while. It has been I, I a while. still feel that way all the time. We've been doing this for like <laughs> over two years. <laughs> it,
1: it,
0: yes, I. You know what? It's excruciating, pretty much. But it's also <laughs> fun to chat. Like I had fun in our conversation, and I just pretend that people don't listen and just want to murder me. But they do. You know, some people will. But Kenny, you are great. You've been requested. I hope. This is like, I know, we're going to get a bump in our download numbers. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And,
2: hey. and to everyone listening, we love you guys. We hope you're having a lovely winter solstice or whatever you celebrate this December um, or don't celebrate. And we'll be and back
0: with New Year's, you know, chats. I think Liza and I are going to go over our decade of dating for our New Year's Eve episode. So you can hear about that if you want to. But we'll, we'll do some New Year's chatting.
2: New Year, new decade exactly and we'll be back with our new year's episode we love you thank you so much for listening thank you so much and go on a date go on a date say it Kenny (gasps) go
1: on a date